Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Stay, and Shami Chakrabarti to all of you. My name is Clinton Solomon Nectarine Baptiste, and welcome all to the all-new Clinton Baptiste Paranormal Podcast. I'm a clairvoyant, medium, psychic, member of the Institute for Parapsychology. I'm a lecturer at the University of the Third Eye online, well, it's an online subscription sort of thing. I do private visits to houses and elderly institutions, and I'm Checker Trade registered for recommendations you can rely on. Now, before we go any further, I would like to apologise. Yes, you might remember last week, it, <laughs> I <laughs> rather unwisely referred to as the wonderful Yvette Fielding's podcast as shit. I didn't mean to, it was banter. Nothing more than that, just a little bit of banter. And I've singularly failed to speak to Yvette. So what I did, you know, by way of... Well, I wanted to apologise, first of all. But I also wanted to point out, Yvette, if you're listening, and for the listeners, that I have been in touch this week with Yvette's agent, none other than Tiggy Stewart of the Stuart Monkton Partnership, uh, just to see whether they received my ideas for how Yvette and I... I could be involved in a podcast. I need to come on my podcast here or to start a new podcast. That's Clinton Baptist and Yvette Fielding. I think it's an absolute winner. Um, you'll see by the end of this, there's a little bit of a chink of light, but uh, to say that she was a little bit obstructive, <laughs> Tiggy Stewart, is a bit of an understatement. This is me when I spoke to Yvette's agent. Hello? Oh, hello, uh, Tiggy Stewart? H- hello, uh, uh, Tiggy, I, I, <laughs> I don't know whether you recall, I sent you an email, it's, it's Clinton Baptiste, uh, I sent uh, an email this week oh, to you about uh, about Yvette Fielding. Oh. yes, yes, I do remember you, my assistant's got um, the file on my desk now, yes. Ah, oh, well, how, how, how are you today, first, first, yeah, first of all? I'm very busy. Um... Oh, sorry. I just, I just wondered if you had a chance to, to, to send Yvette my, my ideas. I'm a big, big, very big fan. Well, uh, I'm very upset after that last podcast of yours, of course, when you used that expletive to talk about her oh, very popular oh, podcast. Oh, oh. 
Oh, I no. Uh, that's honestly no. I I really didn't mean anything by that, and I did write a poem. I'm a massive fan of all that, that she's done, Yvette. Um, Big fan. I, I do. If she took it in that way, that was not intended. Well. Uh, when you were very yeah. rude about it, use the F word. Um, she's got two oh, very, very popular well, podcasts. I don't know yes. why you felt you had to stamp all over it with uh, your filthy No, mouth. I, I would be... Well, no, I do apologise. I maybe got a little bit carried away. I think she's wonderful, mm. uh, Yvette. And I just wondered whether you... I mean, that aside, whether she, she did have a chance to consider... Uh, some of my ideas. Well, I've suddenly had to look through all your ideas, uh, Clinton. Right. Um, I don't... So, OK, well, let's... Some of them are quite strong. Right, well, first of all, we've got uh, to contact Derek Cora. You do, of course, realise um, well, that's why, a... why Yvette didn't continue to work with Derek Cora. Well, he died, didn't he? I think if they'd had anything to say to each other, they could have said it while he was still alive, don't you? Well, he's and he's actually he's here with me now, and he's and he's just nodding. He's not really saying anything much now because we would do that in the podcast. Oh, but he's just really? nodding, yeah, saying, "Probably speaking." Yeah. Well, all right. What about the something? Yes. Well, so the next one uh, we have uh, uh, to contact some of the luminaries of Blue Peter. Blue Peter. Since yeah. She was a presenter on there. Maybe that, speak correct. to Biddy Baxter about the state B- of chavy kids nowadays. Yeah, okay, well, I say chavy, you know, like the kids, you know, well, you know, they're like all gangs and all that. Well, I don't and just, think Yvette wants to start being associated with the word chavy, does she? She was a very well-respected no. children's um, <laughs> pre- uh, presenter. Yeah, I'm just, chavy was my word. No, I'm not saying she would call them <sighs> ch- chavies or w- whatever, you know. Uh, I'm just saying that, that that was my word, chavy. You know what they like, kids nowadays, it's all shit this and bollocks that it's wearing and that and it'd be nice to see what a Biddy Baxter thought about a return to old days of roller skating and slightly more wholesome I think Biddy Baxter was such a very well loved character I think I've been in highly bad taste to start digging her up quite literally yeah. and throwing her around all over the place wouldn't it well like your next idea contact John Noakes Right, well, that, that he's the most famous uh, Blue Peter Britain. Come on, John Noakes, you know. Yeah. I mean, that that would have a lot of traction in, in, in my show if, 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 if I could do that. And, and maybe get title, a Ghost with Noakes? Yeah, Ghost with Noakes. Ghost, Ghost with Noakes, yeah, yeah. Why, why not? I mean, she would like... Look, I'm, Yvette is a, a, a top-class children's uh, presenter. Uh, uh, and, and honestly, her and John Noakes together, dynamite. Absolute dynamite, Tiggy. I just... I just, uh, I just, I just Suggestions of yours, they're in slightly bad taste. Um, that uh, all right, the Italian, want to be associated with. Well, what about the Italian sunken garden when that got smashed up? What, yes, you know, the Italian sunken garden got smashed up, and there's always been yeah. this um, apocryphal rumor that it was Les Ferdinand yeah. and Dennis Wise. Wise, yeah. Well, I could, I mean, we could speak to, I don't know, speak to Percy Throw and just, just confirm who it was who smashed up the Italian sunken garden. A lot of people would like to hear about that. A, a, a lot of people of a certain age would love to, you know, and just put it to bed that it wasn't Les Ferdinand and Dennis Wise. Why do you think Percy uh, Throw would know who smashed up the Italian sunken well, garden? Well, he made the bloody garden, yes, didn't he? he? Made the... But he didn't witness it being smashed up, did he? No, he'd like to know, wouldn't he? Make reparations to him. The geezer <sighs> built the bloody Italian sunken garden. All right, forget it. That next one, the, the chef. <sighs> Now that's that's one we could do. Uh, oh, Shep oh, Petra. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, what do you think about that? Rage, Contact Shep. Shep, Petra and Goldie from the Dead, which also ties yeah. in with your other programme suggestion with Clinton and Yvette. Each week, Clinton and Yvette take a dead celebrity's dog for a walk dog. and interrogate yeah. it for unknown details of the celebrity's life. You know, yeah. all that intimate stuff. It's intimate stuff, Watching yeah. Watching them on and the loo and that. Carrie Fisher yeah. still got that weird dog, Gary. He'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. Well, just a few examples, and we bring draft in Shep, Petra, and Goldie from the dead. To reveal dog, dog, intimate to... secrets of celebrities, because dogs get to go where other people don't. Yes. Get, so they get to see their see... their toileting habits. Oh well, that was just an example. I'm not saying the whole thing's about watching people have any shit, is it? It's, it's uh, seeing the inside of the house. It's seeing stuff. Uh... I, 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 that's, a, that's well. That's a no go for Yvette, quite oh. frankly. All right, forget the, the. That was a joke. The, 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 oh the... well. It, so was Joey Deacon a joke? Contact Joey Deacon in a yeah. section called Joey Deacon Beacon section. Yeah, well, it doesn't have to be called that, but jo jo Joey D, all right, that maybe is a little bit tasty. All right, forget that, forget that. What about the TV TV ideas? I mean, you know, moving on. I mean, I mean, Yvette has got a very good reputation. She has set up this production company with her yes, husband. She she's got two very successful but podcasts, and she's very well respected in the world right. of uh, Ghosts and the Supernatural. So right, why okay. she would so want to be she'd want to be associated with you, with your, with your mm. filthy potty mouth. No, you're being a little bit, no, that's a little bit below the what about the next one? I just don't. I just don't see Yvette uh, taking part in any of this thing. I don't. Why would she? Because I'm one of this country's leading paranormal investigators, and, and, and quite honestly, her and me getting together, bloody television and podcasting dynamite. Well, I'm sorry, Clinton, but until you'd actually contacted me, I'd never heard of you. Everybody's heard of Yvette Fielding. Look, let me tell you something. I'm a member of the Parapsychological Society. I can get a reference from Professor Robert Steele, who's at the head of it. I can do the lot. The Parapsychological Society. Is that an actual thing? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, OK. All right. Well, well, you should know that as her agent, she, uh, she she's given uh, discussion uh, talks uh, there before. This is fascinating stuff, Clinton. Let's go on. Let's go on through your um. Uh, your ideas uh, to make uh, TV gold. Uh, what about this one? The Ghostly Gallery. Clinton and Yvette yeah. walk through a famous art gallery at night. Gallery. And yeah. Clinton tells Yvette about all them spooky people what live in the paintings and paintings. where the painting was hung and that hung. and the dead bloke what painted it. Yeah. That's what I do, and it's and it's informative, and it's educational, and it shit you up if the thing comes to life in the middle of the night. All oh, right. So if you're if you're walking around the Tate, what exactly are we going to be talking about here? Well, I don't know. You get them abstract ones, and you know, you like know, women. I uh, what's your name? Matisse, Don, and all that. Oh, funny ladies with three tits and that. One of them comes to life and shit you up. Television gold. Hello. Yeah, ladies, yes, yes. Yvette yeah. Fielding in a field with a vet. What about that one? Yvette Fielding in a field with a vet. Field with a vet. <gasps> a vet. It's a play on words. How is this a, how is this a television programme? Haunted field, isn't it? Haunted. Are fields haunted? Well, some of them are, and I know about that sort of thing. And where does the vet come I in? I think you've been very narrow-minded. Where does the vet come in? The vet? Yeah. 
Well, he, and he haunted animals. Well, I forget that one. That's a shit idea. Never mind. Listen, can I just say something, Tiggy? Pass them on to her. Give her a chance to say yay or nay. My client is an incredibly busy woman, and that's what I'm here for. I have to feel stuff before I hand it over to I don't know why I've spent so long talking to you, quite frankly. The... I don't know why I'm saying. I can get in touch with Carl. I'll, I'll, I'll pass all of this over to Carl. He's one half uh, of the production. Her husband? Yes. He's one half of the production company. I'll run it past him. I'll see what he says. Well, hold on. He's... He's a bit mad, isn't he? He's hard. He's a hard fella. Don't, don't, don't go no, through him. I he's psychopath. I think I will. You've obviously, no. obviously aware of Carl's work. I've, yes, obviously. I'll, I'll <laughs> Hold on, you're her agent. Okay. Can't you just pass it off? I don't, let's go. I don't want to avoid... I don't want to go through Carl. Can we just circumvent no, no, Carl, right, please? Please, I'll be very happy to hand over this document to Carl with your personal phone number, and I'm sure you can look forward to Carl speaking to you in the next couple of days. How's that? Well, you're a fucking troublemaker. That's what you are. Thank you. Thank Goodbye. You. With me, as ever, is Linda Linda Pollock. And I just wanted to ask, it's very, just want to get there very, very quickly. I have had a little bit of trouble this week from none other than Ruth Abbott. I don't, you know Ruth, don't you, well, Linda? Yeah. My former assistant. I think she's a little bit jealous. Uh, and I just want to say, you've not, you've not seen Ruth around, have you? Well, not really seen. Well, let's just say, I think she's about fascinating. Well, I'm going to come to that in a minute. In the meantime, this is what I've heard from bloody Ruth Abbott this week. Hello, Clinton Baptiste. Hello, Clinton. It's Ruth. It's that bitch there. Ruth, let's not start that. Come on. I said last time. She, she... Well, she's not here at the moment, actually, no. Put no. her on the phone, Clinton. Well, she's not here. She doesn't tend to work after 7.30 at night. Do you understand? She doesn't work as hard as me. I work right, okay, after whatever. 7.30, Clinton. She, right, she does work hard. And... I stayed the night. Didn't I? Yes, I know. You... That was... And that was very good of you. You did a lot of work for me. And that, that was maybe a, a mistake, you, you staying over, Ruth. So, if, brush, unless there's anything specific, I'm good. What? You brushed past me, didn't you, in the, in the, on the landing, on the hallway. You brushed past me in your dressing gown you, and you touched yes, me, didn't you? Uh, no, hold on, just a second. If any d- d- touched you by accident, that was certainly not my intention. Corridor, in the narrow corridor, you made your pencil touch me. No, I did not make my pencil touch you. You you would not move out the way. I need to go and do my ablutions in the morning. If unwittingly my pen penis took brushed against you, that was absolutely unintentional. I liked it. No, come on, Ruth, please. Have you touched Linda with your pencil? Can you stop saying pencil, Ruth? And you wouldn't move out the way, and you turned, and it might have brushed your bottom just for a second, right? I'm going to go now. Come and work for you again. Yeah, so I, I didn't mention it in the last episode, but I've just been trying to ignore it. What, Linda? What have you? Has she been around? What are you talking well, about? Here's, here's what happened, right? Yeah. You know, I'm stopping at our Deborah's at the moment. That's right, Deborah. Hello, Deborah. Yeah. And, and not a lot of people know that because it's only temporary. You know, while we clear the cattery stuff up. Yeah, right. Don't oh. need all the the, the, the detail. Anyway, it gets to the so I got to the end of the, our the end of the ginnel. 
the ginnel. Last night, and I thought, oh, what's this on the floor? Right. Do you know what it was? A butty box. I thought, that's weird. So I looked at it, I picked it up. Don't oh, normally yeah. pick things up off the floor, but sometimes you got to. Yeah. And sure enough, it was a butty box, like a kid's butty box, My Little Pony. The weird thing? Yeah. It had Ruth on it. What do you mean? It had a name? In Sharpie, yeah. Ruth, if you're listening, please can you not go up Linda's ginnel and leave your bloody butty box or up her butty and leave your ginnel? Jesus Christ. Stranger still, Clinton. Go on. I opened the butty box. Yes. No butties in it. What do you mean? Just a load of paper. You know what the paper was? What? The wrappers off fingers of fudges. Fingers of fudge. Fingers of fudge. Chock full. That's Ruth all over. Ruth! For Christ's sake! You've been fired, love. Can you please... Come on, give us a break, love. Get Sort yourself out. Sorry you've been through that, Linda. Well, it is a bit weird. It is a bit weird. Now, Ruth, I do not want to cause any trouble with you. And I know, Linda, you don't. I've got no beef. She's got no beef, right? But if you carry on like this, I'm going to have to get the solicitor involved and, and, you know, put put some kind of um, exclusion order on you. Do you understand? Right, thank you very much. To you, bloody Ruth Abbott. Yeah. That's her told, isn't it? That's you told. No, this is... That sounds like No, it. sorry. This is the uh, this is the voice box this week. I know you're trying to elicit this sort of response, Ruth. But it's a bit more like this. Right, thank you. Business. Linda, we've had some emails, haven't we? We have. Let's have a look, shall we? Here we are. Here's one. Can, we, can you put the spooky music on? Uh, a, little, a, a spooky effect. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh, this is good. Thing. Namaste, Clinton. Is there such a thing as rock and roll heaven? I like to imagine a band up there with Jimi Hendrix on guitar, Keith Moon on drums, Lemmy on bass, fronted by David Bowie, and maybe even featuring meatloaf, or brown bread, as I call it. Too soon. Carry on. Uh, But then I worry an overweight, out-of-shape Elvis might try to pull rank and ruin it. I spoke to Elvis the other day. He said in the lockdown he's had pies, pasties, sausage rolls... In fact, in the words of the rapper Coolio, he's been living in a Ginster's paradise, Elvis. Oh, Freddie Mercury! Freddie bloody Mercury! Them teeth could eat an apple through a tennis racket. Freddie Mercury. Anyway, what's the real story, says Chris? And it leads me very... You can turn on the effect now, Ruth. Turn off the effect. Are we done? We're done with the scary bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Just check him. Yeah, okay. Try not to piss on my chips, <laughs> Linda. Right, okay. Now, lend, lend me on to this. This email led me into this. And I'd like to talk about this. I did a gig last week, since we last spoke, people, in Guernsey. Ever been to Guernsey? No. Linda? No. Right. It's very. It's a very posh place. I imagine you haven't been there. It's a tax haven, right? And since I pay you cash, you don't have to worry about that. Uh, I flew back... On a plane with propellers during the bloody storm. You know the storm, Eustace. Absolutely terrifying. It was so terrifying. Seven o'clock in the morning, I flew back, and I kid you not, I was. And if anyone wants to go on Patreon, I know some of you are on Patreon. The higher tiers will show you some of the footage of me on that fucking aeroplane. Were you brave to get on it? Very brave to get on it, and. 
And what I want to tell you is this. Four people, there's no word of a lie, four people got on the plane and then bloody well got off. Was it the crew? <laughs> Thank God, no. It was it was the, the two do- trolley dollies. I'm not being sexist, but, you know, sort of tall legs, nice legs, doing the drinkies and all that. I've no doubt they would be wonderful in an emergency situation. But when I overheard them sitting at the back of the plane saying that four people had got off, you know, that was not helping me. No, that's going to put the wind up you, isn't it? It put the wind up me. And so, basically, I got back. I shut my eyes. It was a bloody white-knuckle ride. And at the end of it, I, they started to say, oh, we prepare for descent. I thought, we've only been going 15 bloody minutes. And suddenly, we hit the ground and we arrived in Southampton. I have never been so delighted to see terra firma again. And I just wondered, have you ever... Well, first of all, any of you lot out there, if you want to email me, clinton at clintonbaptiste.com. And I wondered, Linda, I mean, you go away on fancy holidays. You're, you're Occasionally. Paul. Well, yeah. don't mention Paul. Deborah, right. you see, used to work for one of the... She was a trolley dolly, funnily oh, enough. Good, good God, Deborah. go on. And yeah. So she used to get us decent deals. Sometimes right. you'd have to sit on the jump seat, like, but yeah, still can you worth get it. to the actual thing. Christ well, sake. we went on this like island hopper thing right. in the Caribbean. Yeah, very, uh, very old fashioned. It was this aeroplane. Yeah, probably like the one from Guernsey. That's right. Yeah. Window fell in. Oh my! Mid flight, window fell in. Excuse me, miss. Blokes holding the window. It, oh my God! I know. Was no one sucked off? No, because there was another window. It's like a double window. It just sort of fell in. And her response was just to whack it in the overhead oh compartment my like it happened all the time. Well, I tell you what, I mean, in those sort of situations, you see the films, don't you? The window falls out and someone's sucked off. <laughs> Well, yeah, but... that didn't happen on our flight. It was just a mild inconvenience, really. Right. More than, actually, more than a brush with death. I don't think we even saw it. So Deborah's never seen anyone sucked off on an aeroplane. That was... <laughs> Pathetic. Right. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Listen, let us know your scary stories that involve being on a flight. In the meantime, let's go to our phone messages. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. 
With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com. One new message. Hello, Clinton. It's Barbara here calling from the borders. Uh, it was just a quick, I'm getting a message through for a, 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 a pea chuckle. Uh, it's just to you. To you. To you. To you, I'm, I'm not sure who it's coming from. Hello, Clinton. It's Dudley from Dudley. It's, uh, it's been two weeks, and my my dog Dudley, uh, Dudley's dog, is still missing. How how is Clinton? It's, it's me, Shelly Cartwell here. I'll give give you a call to let you know that. Well, if you were still doing the cash readings at all. Hello, this is uh, Simon from uh, Stockport again. I'm uh, currently uh, stood at a Staley Bridge at a train station. Let's get to... Th now, this is amazing. Someone sent this. Would you care to read this oh, out, lovely. Linda? Former The Only Way is Essex star Gemma Collins has claimed her mum, Joan, a witch. Oh, that's, that's right. Nice. That's bloody horrible. Go on. She's a witch, apparently, Joan. Hello, if you're listening, Joan. Communicated telepathically with an alien while on a train. Oh, that's God. That's a lot of information in one sense. Isn't, isn't it? it? So just to recap, uh, Zed Lister, uh, Gemma Collins, her mum, who's a witch, no, no offence intended, uh, Joan, communicated telepathically with an alien while on a train. Go on. Hope she was in the quiet carriage. Yeah. According to Gemma, a fellow traveller seemed weird to her mum and had dead eyes, so she told him telepathically to rustle his newspaper up and down three times uh. if he was an alien. And he did just that. My mum reckons this guy was reading her mind, explained Gemma. That's my Gemma Collins impersonation. God, what, and what was being read from Gemma Collins' mum's mind? Do you think it's, I'm so proud of what, she, what my Gemma's achieved with her sterling acting work in TOWIE. I very much doubt it! Let's just take this story apart a bit. So she's yeah. on a... What we actually know is, Joan... What we've gleaned from this... <laughs> exciting stories that Joan a witch. Joan Collins, no one's mentioned that. No. Her name's Joan Bloody Collins, it's, clearly. It's a witch. It. A witch was on a train where a man who looked tired, let's say, instead yeah. of dead eyes. Look, let's rude. face it, in Essex, you see him on a Monday morning after a tough weekend, they all look a bit in dead eyed. He rustled his newspaper in the same no carriage. No one reads a newspaper in Essex. Don't be ridiculous. Go It'd on. Be a comic, won't it? This is the sort of shite that brings my profession into disrepute, Gemma Collins. All I'm saying, Gemma, is that you're doing a lot of imagining there, but well done. Okay, everyone feels special now, don't they? Well, Gemma, honestly, if it were that easy... Why can't I get in the papers for that sort of thing? I went swimming the other day and the, the bloke... Did you will someone to splash? I willed... <laughs> That's right, Linda. Very good. I willed someone to splash. Very good. Thanks. Yes, I would want someone to splash. It don't mean a bloody alien, does it? You know, I'm t what I'm trying to do here is to wheedle out the charlatans. So, Gemma Collins, if you've got nothing else to say, don't go in the papers with this shite. 
Now, this is a fascinating one, this. Tyre, well, this is lovely. Mo this was in the Daily Mail, so it's got an element of, of truth about it. The moment terrified ghost hunter is strangled by an evil spirit inside the haunted home of 80s pop icon, icon, pushing it a bit, Toya Wilcox in a paranormal reality show. Now, you mentioned this. You said this was on... Um, I saw it on that goggle box, yeah. Goggle box. Toya Wilcox appeared on Discovery's Celebrity Help, My House is Haunted. Who's her agent? She gets her all the, all the best things. 63-year-old. She looks good for 63. Well, <gasps> I was not, I'm not going to be unkind because you do you, boo, and all that stuff. But Go on. A lip was quite... You know, like in The Simpsons... Go on. That lip thing that some women do. And she's got a yellow face. What? No, but it just juts out oh, I know. more than it did before. I think she's had her teeth done. That would explain it. I think she had her teeth done, but she's still got it. Toya. She certainly has. I tell you who has got it. You know, um, what's her name? Lulu. Oh. Oh, my God, she's done a deal with the devil. I tell you what, I'd make her shout. What a horrible thing to say. It sounds a little bit like I was... It sounds a little bit sexually predatory, doesn't it? Yeah. To, can I just make this perfectly clear to Lulu and her estate that at no point will I attempt to jump out and make the 89-year-old shout in any... Although I, I could make a shout, push her off a zimmer. Anyway, paranormal expert Barry Guy... Hello, Barry! ...was seen choking and gasping for air in, in Toya's attic. Barry and his fellow ghost, ghost hunters confirmed that Toya's home is, in fact, haunted. Well, that's a relief for the production company, isn't it? <laughs> Crack, crack, that it turned up. Toya, meanwhile, said, it's a mystery. Now, listen, I'll tell you what we have got. This is uncanny. This is an absolutely exclusive bit of when uh, Barry Guy discovers uh, a ghost in the attic. <laughs> Grabs his windpipe. <laughs> Absolute proof that... Sounds like they'd grab something else, doesn't it? Something grabbed his windpipe. <laughs> yeah, absolutely terrifying. God, wouldn't it be amazing? I mean, this, the person who wanted to know about the, you know, the pop stars. Yes. You know, maybe we could go to Toys. Maybe they hang around Toys House. I've got to say, actually, when I was about to crash in this flight in Guernsey, which was the whole point of bringing it up, which I forgot to say, is that halfway, th as I was up in the air, I honestly experienced uh, Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper. They kept, they, they, I'm not joking, Linda. Don't look at me like that. They came down the central aisle of this crappy propeller-powered flight. To Guernsey. To Guernsey. Buddy Holly drawing his finger over his throat like, you're finished. Wow. Bloody terrifying. You sure it was him and not just a bloke in glasses? Linda, I am one of this country's leading paranormal investigators, right? And I know if I see Body Holly warning me of the afterlife, impending doom! Could have been Elvis Costello, couldn't it? He's still alive, yeah. Maybe he's going over there to do a, to do a gig. How the mighty have fallen. I always think that about that. I mean, uh, what's her name? Posh Spice, yeah. for example. You know, she, it's the kind of place she might play now, isn't it, Guernsey? It used to play in the great stadia in the States and all that. Probably going over there. You know, where kids and that, like Brooklyn was named after, uh, you know, where they were performing, where yeah. he was conceived. I and mean, we she had a baby now, it'd be Butlin's Pathwelly, they'd have to call it, wouldn't it? 
What a long way round. Quite a crappy job. <laughs> Hi, Clinton and Linda. And he's got Linda in... What's that, italics? Well, there's Speech quote marks. marks, like I'm not actual Linda. Are you the actual Linda, or are you so. some kind of terrifying doppelganger? I am... Linda. I'm Linda Pollock. Linda. Not Linda with rabbities. It's the actual Linda here. Go on. Anyway, it's a story I sent you from your Twitter DM. 50, and I'll tell you where this comes from. It's that bloody taxi driver. The other week, remember the dandy? Yes. The dandy, the randy dandy. Stringfellow. Stringfellow from Regent Street. It's him. And he's, he sent me another sort of... Is he had another brush with the paranormal? Yeah. It's, oh, come on. Spooky. Things people do to get someone in your cab. And I've got to say, equally, in the, in the, <laughs> in the time that we... We're waiting for him to write back in again. His bloody literacy has not improved one little bit. He's not texting, is he, while he's driving? I bloody hope not. 50... No one can... Not texting while he's driving and, and, and making spurious comments about immigration. Yeah, and saying yeah. who he's had in the back. Saying he's had in the back. Here we go. 15 years ago... Spooky. 15 years ago, I moved... I think he meant moved... From central London to the lovely ancient market town of Great Dunmow in North Essex. Then he's put comma, should have been a full stop, don't matter. Or semicolon. A town mentioned in the Canterbury Tales, no less. As with most people who are new to the countryside, we got a dog. A tough little northern working Patterdale terrier. Lovely. Get on with it. Fearless to the core, but with a wonderful nature, spelt wrong, to just about anything human or canine. Wonderful nature to just about... Don't make sense, but don't matter. Buster, dog's name, without an apostrophe, don't matter, needed his daily walks. And as I worked in town, as you know, I'm a London cab driver. Not to show off! It was usually my duty to take him out in the evenings, regardless, comma, regardless, should be, of the weather or the lack of day. Get on with it, man! Here we go, now it gets scary. This particular dog walk occurred in deep midwinter some ten years ago should be a full stop but there had been a fall of couple of inches snow terrible isn't it? Hell, we know Jesus the dog's Christ. name we know what the breed is we know yeah. how much it's been snowing get to the point bloody oh. point and can you write properly there'd been a fall of couple inches snow during the day but this didn't deter me get on with it man what colour jumper was he wearing <laughs> he's missed that bit out it was one of those clear winter nights with a very bright moon that you get at that time of year thank you very much Michael Fish get on with it I'm lucky as at back of house there is miles of open farmland anyway the point is we heard something they got into the garden to the uh, just flicking through taking the dog for a walk <laughs> taking the dog for a walk they, they crunched through the snow under my wellies and busted doing doggy things and then we both heard something in the distance Something unearthly. Not if not if this world. It means not of this world. I heard the weird nose noise, he means that a fox or peacock make makes. It was neither of them. With a fair amount of bravery on my part, I quickly got my iPhone out in case the frankly terrifying sound came again. To be honest, I knew no one would believe what I'd heard. Here's what I caught on my phone. Now, he sent it to me. Linda, you heard it earlier, didn't you? Uh, yep. Spooky. Very, very spooky. Have a listen to this. This is what he recorded, the cabbie. Ah! Oh, Christ. Yeah. Can 
can I say, and this is no shade to you. What? Sounds like you. What this? <laughs> I've heard you make similar shrieks. What? <laughs> yeah, she does sound a bit like me. Hold on. Yeah, that is a bloody so, frightening. The question is, where were you on the night in question? And it was a very specific <laughs> night. We should be able to track you. I tell you, it could be. Bloody Ruth. That's who it is. Ruth creeping around the place. That's enough, Ruth. Yeah. So, listen, that's that fella, the cab driver, SFW. Now, if you've heard anything similarly spooky out in the woods, we'd like to hear from you. He, he managed to turn it round, didn't he, just at the last minute there? Well. What do you mean, well? It's a bloody paranormal we're doing it, love. Well, okay. I mean, are you sure that was paranormal and not just like, I don't know, wildlife? Well, let's see what it says here. Scary, scary sound effect again, please. Okay. As I tell you, this is what he says. It sounded, it now sounded bloody close by. Buster's first stood up on its end. Badly expressed. And I clipped his lead on and we ran both as best we could. Back across the to the safety of home. I needed a stiff one to calm down. And no, and needless to say, since that fateful night, I haven't ventured onto those fields at night. Clinton, as a world-renowned expert, and I just want to remind you, Linda, I fucking am. Oh. Is there a heinous beast lurking in our midst in the countryside of Great Dunmo? Well, I don't know, but if anyone wants to tell me what that is, I would be glad to hear from you. That was a lot of fun, and that's from our cab driver who... Can I suggest an evening class in how to write? Well, it's stopping wandering about in the woods and picking up strange men, wouldn't it? Well, absolutely. Now, this is what... This, this! Linda, read this one out. This is absolutely fascinating, this. Namaste, Clinton. I once had a mate who believed in the power of pyramids and had constructed a scaled-down version of the Great Pyramid of Giza in his flat using five magnets, right. one suspended on a piece of string. He reckoned if he meditated in the middle of it long enough, he could levitate. Yeah. But I reckon he was talking bollocks. What do you think? First of all, no need for language, Chris. Some Chris. I say. Chris, I have levitated once. Uh, that was when Ruth came in when I was in the toilet and I hit the fucking roof. Now, what that noise did you make? <laughs> That one. So anyway, uh, that's an old joke. You remember that joke? It was the one about... Thank you. It was the one about the, uh, you know, uh, he wiped his cock on the curtains and hit the roof. It's an old one. We used to tell it at school. We used to tell it at school. But anyway, that aside, what I want to know is, is what are the benefits of propelling yourself? I've seen levitation, but what's the benefits of it? Unless you can get right up in the sky, hover around like a, a drone. It just seems to be like some sort of paranormal showing off, doesn't it? Doesn't it? It's yeah. a, It's a trick. It's like... Um, Fly! Or don't fly, what you're doing hovering. No, I, what I will say is at the Healing Festival last year, I did see a levitating monk uh, hovering maybe three, four inches above the ground. However, they had all had the mung bean and lentil stew from one of them stalls, so it might have been wind, gas. Absolutely bloody disgusting. <coughs> 
Anyway, that aside, that I hope that answers the question. Don't uh, think it does Lynn, really, no, does it, it doesn't really. <laughs> anyway, so those were your emails for this week. Uh, Can I say well yeah. done to everyone for avoiding the toilet ghosts this week? Oh my God! I think we're making progress. Thank you, but please, that's right. No more ghostly poos. That that, that we don't like that. We've had a lot of those, haven't we? I know people think it's very clever to do that. However, we have had this phone call this week. Hello? Hello, Clinton, it's Ruth. Oh, God. Hello, Ruth. It's Linda there. What can I do for you, please? It's Linda there. Look, I got your messages about Linda, and yes, Linda is here. She's doing a little bit of work in the office. What is it you wanted? Remember, I did an omelette for you. Yes, and it was jolly nice. What, what about and eggs it? And cheese and yeah, eggs and cheese. And yeah, yeah, all right. Let's not go to the bloody ingredients of it. It was lovely. And ham, ham was in there as well, wasn't it? Ham, tomatoes, cheese, yeah. eggs. Very good. Yeah. What do you want, Ruth? I've seen a ghost. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen a ghost. You've seen a ghost. Where have you seen a ghost, Ruth? In my house. In my house, Clinton. There's a ghost in my house. No. Okay. Can I just say, Ruth, you do tend to see quite a lot of ghosts. I'm not saying you haven't got the gift. I'm not saying you haven't got it. I'm just saying you do see rather than an ordinate amount of ghosts, my love. Definitely got the gift, Clinton. Yeah, I know. You, yes, you've got, you got the bloody gift. Yes. But I just doubt there's that many ghosts in the ether around your house. It's a new build, isn't it? Your mum and dad's house, isn't it? There's a ghost here. It's a new, it's a new, it's a new, an old ghost in a new house. In an in a new house. All right. Well, what's it doing? I haven't got time for this, it's really, Ruth. But go on. It's it, scaring everybody it, and making noises, and it's throwing right. books on floors. Tr- throwing books. Well, tell it to go away. No, just tell it to go away nicely. To Try and ignore it. it. You have to come no, and I'm not. No, I'm not coming over, Ruth. Can you get a vicar or something to come over and just say, go away, go away, ghost, ghost, go away, come again another day. Can you say that? No, Clinton, I want you to... Right. The ghost in the house, right. Every, uh, uh, right. other people have seen it as well, other people... Right. Ruth, can I just tell you something? I'm going on tour again, right, later on in the year. I've got a lot of work to do. So I haven't really got time to field your calls and, quite honestly, your rather nasty stuff about Linda left on my phone messages. I haven't got time for it, my love. So if there's anything, unless there's anything specific, I'm going to go now, all right? I'll come and do your paperwork. The ghost... No, you're not doing that. The ghost can come and do your paperwork. Right. Tell the ghost to go away and put the phone down now, my love. Right. Thank you. <sighs> so that's it. Yeah, I can see what you mean now. I can well believe it. I don't mind. I'm not frightened or anything like that. It's just a bit weird, that's all. Ruth, if you're out there, can you please leave us alone? Can, any sort of job restart skill? You must have some transferable skills. Christ... Just time now to go through the paranormal headlines that you will be hearing tomorrow morning over your toast. Chat, it's Fate magazine, are going with the mysterious... A strange voice made me leave my husband and uproot my entire life so I could be an international celebrity. And that's, let me say, it's by a lady called Romany Kemp who no one's ever fucking heard of, so that was clearly a mistake. 
Take a break, fate and fortune have the shock headline. A deep sleep dream about a car crash came true, which sounds mysterious till you realise he was driving down the M62 at the time. <laughs> the wheel, not much of a surprise. Wake up! Whilst that's life, go with the heart-rending story, my son is no killer. Except, well, looking at this knot case... <laughs> He clearly is. Plenty to shit you right up over your cornflakes tomorrow when you wake up. Well, until next week. Oh, wonderful. I've got a lovely Lindy here. What are you going to be doing this coming week, Linda? I'll be protecting my ginnel. She'll be protecting a ginnel. Well, good luck to you, Linda. See you next time and be careful of that nutcase, Ruth. Bye-bye. Bye now. Spirit fading now. Fading me. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, all the old back catalogue and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fady Nail.